Hi and welcome to another episode of the Glam Reaper podcast. I'm your host Jennifer Muldowney aka the Glam Reaper herself and on today's episode we are talking two of my favourite things, funerals and food. Let's get into it. podcast. I'm your host Jennifer Muldowney aka the Glam Reaper herself. Um, on today's episode I'm very excited because we are talking my two favourite loves, food and funerals. Yay! Although today is probably a tough day which we'll get into because I'm actually detoxing. But anyway, so please Rosie welcome and introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Um, yes, I'm Rosie Grant and Food and funerals. I'm going to use that. I love that <laughs> phrasing. Um, but yeah, food and death talk are like my two two combined loves. That's amazing. Now, you have done so well. So it's funny that um, during COVID, when we all had sort of all this time to ourselves, it's so funny because I'm big into sort of, I, want, I don't want to say life coaching, but I'm big into sort of improving myself. I love manifesting. I love vision boards. I'm looking at it right behind the camera here. Um, like I'm big into anything fe- feng shui, although I'm always getting that wrong. I think it's feng shui. I'm terrible. <laughs> and my friend who I interviewed on the podcast at the very beginning, she'll probably shoot me. But anyway, um, I'm into all of these things. Like it's all about bettering ourselves, just really positive and just putting that positive energy out to the world and one of the things that it was like you know to get your purpose in life or to be fulfilling your life's whatever purpose that you really should focus on things you love and so I sat down I was like okay but I'm in the funeral business do I love this like do I really love this and so I really started trying to hone down in everything I do and I realized like I love food (laughs) (laughs) you know COVID was we were all kind of stuck indoors and stuff like that so you know I would like find myself cooking and baking and those are my two things that I I choose to relax and working in the space I work in um, I'm not a funeral director and so I don't know you know they have an even tougher job like never in BAM or anything like that but um that's how I decompress and how I de-stress is cooking and baking and food and so I thought to myself I was like huh I wonder like should I start like doing some cooking and doing some of my things and and bring it into what I do and I guess I do it in a certain way because most of the memorials um that I organize do have catered reception stuff so I guess I have my two loves in that sense Mm. um but I did actually film myself recording or film myself recording film myself um cooking and I think one of the funniest videos even when I look back I'm like oh my god what am I like (laughs) was when I was when I was doing Thanksgiving dinner and it was my first time stuffing a turkey well it's actually a hysterical video because like I never knew giblets existed before I found them (laughs) anyway I'm digressing I'm talking about me um oh I'm obsessed with this now (laughs) it was very it's very even I look back in the video and I'm crying with laughter it's like my facial expressions oh my god what is this um anyway Rosie how did you get into this um so to give everyone context um and forgive me if I forget something or, or or miss um mislead anybody um so Rosie effectively has an incredible social media following because you create or recreate the recipes from gravestones Mm -hmm. 
I never even knew recipes were on gravestones. This is genius. And I think it started just out of curiosity for you, right? So tell us, walk us through the journey. How did you get here? Weirdly, it started out of a homework assignment. Um, (laughs) Even stranger. I mean, similar to kind of what you were talking about of the pandemic hit, and I just had started a a library science master's degree at the University of Maryland. And so uh, my vision board, um, right, the year beforehand had been like, I've always wanted to become a librarian. And uh, so I was in library school. It was completely virtual just because of the pandemic. The program would have been flexible anyways. And um, I was at the same time interning at a cemetery, a congressional in D.C., and um, I was taking this library class that was all about networks and algorithms, basically how to like go viral on like TikTok and Instagram. And so I didn't know what to make my account about. And my professor was like, well, you're interning at a cemetery, make your, just go into like cemetery TikTok or grave talk. And so I was like, I don't think there's an audience for that. And so that's why I was even posting about cemeteries to begin with. And then of course, flash forward to this first gravestone. And so, um, after a while, I was first posting just about our own cemetery and like people who had died and were buried and unusual stories that we heard about them. And then that opened the world to just learning about different gravestones in general and memorials. And um, I heard about this grave in Brooklyn, New York, that's the grave of uh, Naomi Odessa Miller Dawson. And she is a spritz cookie. It's like an open cookbook. It's the most beautiful gravestone. Like it looks like you just like go on this like beautiful grassy field and her like book gravestone is open and it has her spritz cookie recipe. And just like you were saying of all the people learning how to cook during the pandemic, this was me too. Um, I cooked it extremely inaccurately, but I posted it and then the rest is kind of history. (laughs) Wow. And where is it in Brooklyn? Is it in Greenwood? It's in Greenwood. Yes. It's like right in the middle. Yeah. (laughs) I'll have to go and investigate. I've been to Greenwood so many times, but now I'm going to have to investigate this. And you... You had heard about this recipe. Yes. Uh, so went, went, came up here from DC. Exactly that. Yeah. Like Atlas Obscura, which is like the best website for like, learn. if whenever I'm bored, I'm like, I'll go into Atlas. And I think a lot of cemetery TikTokers and like cemetery content creators, we very heavily rely on Atlas Obscura just because like it has everything. It's like unusual stories. It's all mapped out. And so I had heard about this gravestone from Atlas and um, there's actually several other gravestones as well, also featured on Atlas Obscura. That's great for cemetery content. And then when I was Googling Naomi, just to learn more of who she was, um, there's just Google searches. Other ones popped up. Some had made local news. Some were in different blog posts. Some were on Twitter. And um, I just started collecting them. And I did like data mapping in classes. So I just made a big map <laughs> where all of them were and started yeah. cooking through all of them. Oh my God, that's amazing. Because, I mean, that was going to be one of my questions was where do you get your content? Like how, I mean, how does, how do you find these recipes? So clearly you just troll the internet and figure it out. Now, can I ask though, I guess there could be recipes out there on gravestones, but it hasn't been documented by somebody and isn't online. So therefore you don't know about it, I guess. Oh, there's plenty. I mean, the first, I would say in the beginning I found about nine just through google searches and social media and like there was even one there's one in california that i found it because someone misspelled recipe and i was looking through all these different hashtags and i accidentally misspelled recipe myself so i was like oh there's already someone who posted to this and it was a gravestone recipe in california so i was like oh my gosh like that's the chances of that are crazy 
and that's so funny though because I often think that sometimes <laughs> I'll misspell something when I'm doing a hashtag on something and I'm like yep. you know what I bet you I'm not the only person who's done that so no. <laughs> it actually has a weird it comes into favorite sometimes yeah. yes yeah yeah, I mean, so that's that's that was the first nine of them. I'm now up to almost 20 and the rest have come. I mean, I'm very lucky that it's gotten some traction and some press and media, which I'm very grateful for, um, partially because now families have started reaching out being like, my mom's buried here. Here's a photo of her recipe. We would love for you to cook it. Or um, here's my aunt's grave. Or even there's a woman who's still alive in Arkansas and um, I talked to her the other day and she has a cookie recipe. And so we got to actually chit chat about how she put together her gravestone for whenever she passes. Wow. So, I mean, it's kind of become this little thing. Now, is it is it a case of, you know, you're just riding the wave and you're enjoying sort of, I don't want to say the attention, but you're enjoying, you know, all that it's bringing. Do you want to stick with librarianism or working in a cemetery or has this now brought sort of where you're like, hmm, maybe this is a thing? Yeah, it's a great question. Personally, just I think the last year, I mean, this account got started again out of homework and um, the community that's come out of it has been amazing. I, I can't say it's been the most unusual of topics. My parents are both ghost tour guides in Virginia. Oh, wow. And like my dad loves history. Um, I had interned at a cemetery just because I was really interested in cemeteries in general. Like, so, I, so my program was library science, but it's library science and archives. I think cemeteries have the coolest archives, whether for genealogy or just local history. And so, and food as well. Like I was a creative writing minor in college and I studied food writing. And I just feel like kind of what you were saying beforehand, food connects to so many different things. Um, I've met a lot of really interesting people from this. So I would definitely say last year was just trying to keep my head above water of just the explosion that happened that was very yeah. unexpected. And I think this coming year, my focus is more of like um, getting to know who these people were. I'd like to visit all of the graves. Ideally, if I could visit all of them next year, it'd be great. And then maybe even meet the families and, you know, see who are these people? How do I actually cook them? Things like yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really beautiful, actually. Um, that's somebody, somebody should do that with you. Like that's, that's really <laughs> beautiful because no, that, that's something, you know, if, it's like what I do with the memorials and stuff. That's just so wholesome. It's like, that's what it's about. It's about, you know, okay, it's gone viral and it's amazing and stuff. But at the end of the day, there's a person behind that, you know, tombstone. There's a family that are missing that mm -hmm. person or, you know, maybe centuries ago. You know, I don't know how old some of these tombstones are, but like there is a family behind that. And so, I mean, yeah, visiting the, the gravestones will be amazing. But exactly that, like meeting the family and maybe has the cookie recipe gotten lost, you know, maybe... Yeah you know, they're not using it anymore. I mean, I definitely have my, my mom is still alive. Um, even though <laughs> I joke because of what I do, whenever I'm talking on media, I feel like I kill my parents all, all the time. But my mom is still alive. Um, I was just texting her just there a few minutes ago. Um, but she, she has recipes that I think are kind of iconic and stuff like that, you know, and oh, whether they go cool. on a tombstone, I mean, I doubt it because I don't think, I don't think burial is kind of, for us as such anymore you know it's and that's the thing as well which is beautiful about your project and what you're doing is burial is almost becoming something in the past it's kind yeah. of history in and of itself like between you know and again this is funeral stuff that I don't know if you're I'm sure you probably are aware of but between you know alkaline hydrolysis and the human composting and all these new things and obviously cremation is just growing and growing and we're running out yeah. of space like 
burial in and of itself is becoming and, and a tombstone, like a, a gravestone is almost artifacts at this stage. Yeah, completely. So and it's expensive to die too. <laughs> expensive. Both of my grandmothers passed away during the pandemic. And oh. uh, at first we were like, I mean, neither of them had particular recipes that we might've considered, but you know, just the stone, the plot and everything like this isn't, these, all of these mostly open women, all of these women have, um, they very much committed to a thing that not everyone yeah. is going to casually do. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, and exactly. You're right. Like even, I didn't even think of that actually, even if mom, you know, again, here I am killing her off again. <laughs> I do this all the time. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. Um, even if, you know, we did bury her um, back in Ireland, which would be expensive and then got a gravestone. Like, I'm not sure actually about it here. Um, and I should actually know that, but I'm not sure about it here. At home, as far as I can remember um, from when I wrote a book about it, it was um, each letter, like, you know, or word is a price. There's a price mm-hmm. to put in because somebody has to obviously engrave it on yeah. the stone. I don't think it's kind of a whatever you want. I, I can't imagine it's like that over here. I think it's pretty much like the New York Times. It's per letter or word. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if it's a lengthy recipe, it starts to get a bit ridiculous. I'm definitely committing to, I mean, some of these, there's this one grave in um, in Israel and it's like all of the, and it's in Hebrew too. So it's very like detailed, carved out. It takes up, it's like this gigantic um, rectangular like pillar almost. Uh, and I'm like, that must have been very expensive <laughs> to do, um, but it's beautiful. It's like, it's such a, they definitely, there was a sacrifice to it. Um, but now they have this gorgeously designed uh, gravestone for the family to remember the person. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful, it is definitely a beautiful thing. It's, um, as I said, it's just kind of, it's become almost artifact yeah. in a sense. I mean, I haven't, I did visit my grandparents, my, yeah, my grandparents on my dad's side um, grave when I was at home um just because i hadn't actually seen the grave um in a couple of years but um my grandparents on my mother's side they died so long ago that you know we never go to that grave and yeah. so it is it's kind of it's always fascinated me um cemeteries like that um you know I, I as i said i'm not a funeral director um and so i very much i'm on somewhat on the outside but um i've always been fascinated with sort of cemeteries and epitaphs and you know I, I remember having this concept for a, 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 a film, not a film, a series where, uh, you know, you went, this person was magic or whatever it was, you know, one of these where they would go into a, a gravestone. So they would jump into a gravestone and become that person. They would live in that person's life. Oh my and God. Their, not superpower. It was just sort of a, I mean, still potentially could be something. so cool that I you should pitch that to someone because that sounds like an amazing show. <laughs> really? Because every di- every episode is a different uh, episode, effectively. Yeah. So they've gone into a different life. I mean, it's kind of along the lines of um, The Time Traveler's Wife, I guess. Honestly, yeah. So, I, that's you know. so cool. It is fun to like someone else, someone at Congressional, and they may be recording someone else even, called cemeteries like open-air museums. And it's very fun to like walk down and like, see two different graves, particularly if they're like well-known graves and you're like, they didn't know each other in life. And the fact that they're now neighbors basically in death, like, like oh, in professional, like we have um, a former uh, Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover is buried there with all of these people who hated his guts and they're all neighbors together. And I'm like, this is so spicy that they're all <laughs> right next to each other. <laughs> totally. I, I'm actually envisioning, um, 
because I know they did it a couple of times. I think it was around Halloween. The episodes of The Simpsons where their ghosts kind of come up. Oh and my god! I think they did it in some other. Um, did they do it as part of Soul, the movie, the Pixar movie Soul as well? They kind of did similar. But I, I'm just I'm envisioning Simpsons for some reason. The Simpsons is going, where they all come out of their graves. And, That's yeah, so just, funny. I can picture that. And honestly, <laughs> even like what you were talking about of like a story of going into it kind of feels like soul of like people going into each other's bodies and like, I don't know. That's so, that's very cool. I love that. Yeah. Well, and so, again, it kind of comes down to, and I'm sure you're similar walking through cemeteries and like, I'm sure you've had the same experience where you've looked at a, at a grave and you're like, Oh my God, five years. They only had five. Like they only survived five years. What was their life? Like, what was, you know, who were their parents? Like, what did they die of? And yeah. it's, it, there is a bit of a morbid curiosity. And I know like nowadays when somebody dies, you know, and I, I know there's a couple of schools of thought on this and that it's, it is not anybody's business what somebody dies of. And I know in funerals, you know, there's always, especially it's a very Irish thing, you know, Oh gosh, and what happened? You know, for yeah, I'm always honor now for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's almost a human compulsion, like a morbid curiosity. I don't, I don't, I feel like there's no ill will behind it. It's just, oh, yeah. it's just you want to know, and I don't even know why you want to know. But you're just like, was it tragic? Not was it tragic? It's always tragic, especially yeah. with a person. But like, was it an accident? And I don't, honestly, I don't know what why that flavors. You know what's going? Yes. I guess it's just curiosity imagination and stuff but oh absolutely yeah I mean it is interesting to I mean most of these people all pull information from their obituaries very few of them maybe two of them of like 20 say how they died and yeah, yeah your mind you're always curious and that's a question that I'll often get like when people are asking about the gravestones is like how did they die and nine times out of ten I don't know like yeah. most of these graves are a little bit older I mean not like the actual age of them is not very old the oldest one's from 1994 um, but, you know, the people were in their 60s and 70s and 80s. Uh, there were no, like, children, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but well, you know, I can't imagine too many children would have too many recipes. <laughs> it's just, like, really good mac and cheese recipes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Blue box. Mom's cookie dough, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's, honestly, in some ways, that's probably what makes what you do uh, sort of heartwarming as well, because I guess you're not, you're, you're not dealing with infants or children or teenagers or people who didn't get to live their life. And I'm not saying yeah. at 60, you've lived your life, but totally. you've, somebody who's at least had good innings, yeah. you know, who's, who's lived somewhat to create a recipe. So, um, mm -hmm. because I think if you were kind of trying to, if, you know, if, if whatever you were doing, I mean, I know, um, we had a lady on the show here um, who's also TikTok famous for her grave cleaning. And she's amazing. She's so, so, so. Either Manic Pixie Dream Mom, Lady Taffos. There's a handful. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with her stuff. Yeah. She's so cool. <laughs> she's so, and you know what? She's so lovely. And she goes, she's gone through a lot herself personally. And it just makes what she does so much more amazing I guess um but like that you know she's cleaning graves so I guess she's hers can be of any age and you know um it's it's yeah it's definitely harder um but but so what's the plans what's the future what are we what are we thinking what's what's next what's next um well so I'm hoping to fly to San Francisco uh either this or next month and go to this uh snickerdoodle cookie so this was the one that I first heard about because of the hashtag <laughs> that both okay. of them spelled um, the daughter, or excuse me, the granddaughter of this woman reached out on TikTok. And so I'm hoping to actually cook the recipe with her family. And then for the rest of this year too, I think 
I'm trying to plan like different mini trips that I can to just experience this. Uh, back in the fall, I met Naomi. So the spritz cookie in Brooklyn, I met the family of that woman and we cooked her spritz cookie together. And it was so cool. They were lovely. They still have her cookie press that like she used to make these famous cookies. And it was incredible just hearing them tell stories about her. And so I personally would love as many of these people as possible. And a lot of these people, again, they're not very old graves. So it's like their grandkids are on TikTok or their kids are on TikTok and have reached out or they're on Instagram. So this whole little like food community has started forming. So I'd like love to like almost take that offline on some sense. I'd like to meet some of these people in person. Absolutely. Well, it's definitely, I feel like social media and all that, it's a great starting point, but like that meeting people offline is definitely, um, it's so much more rewarding as well, you know, yeah. because you can actually form, I feel like you form a real bond then or something, whereas online it's like, uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. You can only say so much and especially kind of like what you were even talking about of like, no, at the end of the day, like it's we're talking because someone has passed away and, you know, there's memories and there's weird feelings and it's, I think for my own understanding of this whole industry and like, I was not familiar with the death positive movement. I wasn't familiar with the idea of like memorializing people and like thinking about celebration of life and of course leading to death. And so I don't know, I'm trying to keep that at the back of my mind while having these like conversations. Cause it's a little scary. Like we're talking about something that to me is very terrifying and I'm trying to grapple with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. So that's, that's hopefully going to be this next coming year. Well, <laughs> and we support you and can't wait to watch <laughs> see the next recipes and maybe I'm going to try some when I'm not on this stupid detox <laughs> I will maybe I'll try and copy some of your recipes and see how I get on I'm sure this I must actually keep an eye out I'm sure there's some recipes on some Irish gravestones oh I would imagine so there's so much like and so much. even so the fact that there's two in Israel because at first I was like oh it's just maybe a US thing but I could definitely see there being different places around definitely. and everyone has any pretty cemeteries <laughs> yeah definitely well I will keep my eyeballs out when I'm in Ireland um, yeah. I'm in New York right now but when I'm in Ireland I'll definitely keep my eyes out and I'll let you know if there's any oh, recipes thank you so much appreciate it <laughs> no worries thank you so much for coming on the Glam River podcast Rosie from the glam reaper podcast uh, let us know what you think would you like rosie to come and maybe visit is there a gravestone near you that has an interesting recipe on it we'd love to hear from you glam reaper podcast at gmail.com we'll talk to you soon <laughs>